on the air and streaming on the web since 1996, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. This is Talking Soundtracks with Jason Jury on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Hello again, my name is Jason Drury and welcome once again to Talking Soundtracks on the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast. My love affair with marriage follows Zelma on a 23-year quest for perfect love and lasting marriage set against a backdrop of historic events in Eastern Europe. Told from a woman's point of view, the film blends historical, biological and emotional arcs with a lively sense of humour and musical numbers. This animated film for adults tackles the issues of love, gender norms, domestic violence, fantasies and toxic relationships to propel a woman's journey towards independence and liberation. The score for the film is by Italian composer, pianist, Filtis and music producer Christian Sensini. November 2023 for Talking Soundtracks, I had the pleasure of talking to Christian via clean feed from his home in Rome, Italy, about his music for My Love Affair with Marriage. During the show, we will also be playing selections of his unique and interesting score. Christian Sansini, welcome to Talking Soundtracks. Thank you, thank you. How did your interest in the, my love affair with marriage come about? Uh, well, uh, I received a call uh, from the director, uh, Signable Man. More than a call was an email. <laughs> and we worked together on, on a previous movie that was Rocks in My Pockets. And it was an amazing experience. We kept in contact over the years with Signe. She, she's now a, a friend. She told me, we're working on a new movie, and would you like to be involved? And uh, the answer was uh, yes, uh, even without reading the script, because Signe is uh, an incredible artist, a, a very original artist and uh, an amazing uh, person to work with. And the first thing, she asked me to do a demo, and uh, it wasn't a music demo, an instrumental. She asked me to, to write a song. Because uh, in uh, her mind, the, the new movie was meant to be a, a musical. So I started to work on the, the lyrics she sent me, and she told me about the project, and uh, I was on board from the start. 
From the beginning, did you have any ideas how to score the production? Absolutely not, because uh, every time it's a scary blank page. I had some uh, ideas uh, just because uh, she told me she was going to be a musical. So my first idea was a Broadway production, but I was sort of wrong with it because, as I said, she's a very original artist and everything you do with her is different from anything in the past. So this was my original idea. Let's do a Broadway musical with a sort of Broadway orchestra and so on. But then I read the script and it was clear from the really beginning that it was going to be a different kind of musical. So let's say that the ideas started to grow up as soon as I was reading the script and the second time when I started to watch the first images of the movie. So the ideas came up for the first putting session? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had you ever worked on a musical film school like this before? No, it was the first chance to, I had uh, to work on a musical movie. The, the good thing was that uh, I have a, a background on musical theatre. I write several musicals for um, short theatre, so small uh, theatre companies, uh, and I work as a musical director for several of them, so I know very well uh, the musical repertoire, uh, the classical musical repertoire. Uh, this helped uh, a lot to uh, work on this movie. Once you started, how easy was it? Going, my love affair with marriage. Well, uh, the first thing I wrote were the the songs, so it was uh, sort of easy. I like to write songs, so uh, I have a lot of experience with that. And when you have uh, lyrics that are well written, it's really easy to find a melody, to find a, a way to write a song. Difficult part uh, was after that because. Let's remember that we are talking about an animation uh, musical. So 
the first th things uh, I wrote uh, were uh, about seven years ago because the director needed the songs written and recorded because she needed to animate the lip sync for the, to draw the animated sync for the, each single character. Difficult thing were to find a way to score um, uh, some specific cues uh, from the mu movies that are the cues uh, the, that are for the biology character. For our listeners, uh, one of the characters of this movie is the biology herself. We struggled to find uh, a way to score uh, this character. I tried lots of different things for this and no one of them were uh, good from my end, in the end, and from, uh, for the opinion of the director. So she had a, a really brilliant idea. Uh, she said, uh, the biology is a character that has nothing to do with uh, the sound of the documentary, the sound of a scientific documentary, as you can think. Let's consider her a character that, that has something to do with the primitive of a human being. And so the idea clicked and we started to use just percussions to score this special character. I know in musicals, the score has to set up the songs. Was it very difficult to meld the score to the songs, if you understand what I mean? Yeah, that's a really interesting question. And it's more clear to me, uh, as I said, having a, a background on, on musical theatre, it's really clear for me uh, from the really beginning that we needed to use the songs to bring on the storytelling. I didn't want uh, that uh, the songs were uh, was going to be a separate experience from the musical. As you see in a lot of movies, the people started to sing suddenly, and it's really odd in some some cases. I really wanted that the songs were a part of the score. They are, as you listen, as you may listen from the soundtrack, the songs are really short. It's well easy to melt them in the overall score. And a technique I used is find the, the right key. Because, for example, when a song starts in C major, I wanted to be sure that the previous cue was ending in G major to have a sort of musical cadence. So the songs and the score has been used like sort of a sort of suite, a musical suite. It's a long musical suite when, from the, the subliminal point of view, the natural consequence of the song of a song or a cue is the next song or the next cue.
have a girl repertoire be like me borrow a move or two from my library I don't show that I know I always miss ignorance is a girl's bliss I'm a girl and I wear sleek dresses smart skirts and snazzy boots tight jerseys trendy pants and racy suits good girls don't run being is more fun Any form of attention Is the right form of attention I'm delighted to be in your consideration I'll give you my full cooperation Any form of attention is a delight I'm pretty, pretty easy on the eye Like a sugar cup And I know I am going to be pretty beautiful when I grow up I'm not too short to be overlooked Not too tall to smite with my height Not too short and not too tall just right I'm a girl and I'm weak Just the thought of hard work makes me meek I don't carry heavy things I leave that for kings Here's the deal one cares how you feel all that matters is how you look be a good girl emulate imitate simulate by my book what was the instrumental setup for your school and what, what was your orchestration my first idea uh, as i said was to use a sort of big band a sort of broadway sound but this uh, didn't work also because uh, I remember uh, for the first song one of the idea of the directors uh, was uh, yes it's a musical but I would like something more uh, in the style of Hamilton than uh, on classic Broadway so the first song I wrote was not in of course in the style of uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda and Hamilton but I tried to do a sort of mix of uh, classical Broadway with a, a sort of modern beat, a modern feeling. And this, this worked for the first song, and I used this technique for uh, the other ones. Uh, you don't have uh, classical uh, jets, uh, big band or Broadway tracks here, but uh, it's something more in the style of... Uh, uh, you have uh, some uh, songs that are written blues, uh, some songs that are in the style of, uh, I don't know, Amy Winehouse maybe. Something is rocking uh, the, the style of the 80s. We have gospel. Uh, we have uh, some songs that are more in the fantasy style with uh, 
the harp uh, accompanying the, the the voices so it's uh, uh, in in the end uh, i didn't find didn't find a single uh, palette a single sound but the uh, songs uh, sort of evolve with the story and with the character that uh, grown up so the the songs uh, for the character that are in the, the beginning of the movie when she's a kid are really different uh, from these songs, uh, I, I don't know, uh, at the end of the movie where she uh, grew up adult. So uh, I sort of the sound fall of the grown up of the character cells. And where was the score and, well, and the songs recorded? Uh, they are been, uh, recorded in uh, Latvia and uh, in, uh, mixed in Luxembourg. So it's a really international uh, production because I, I, I wrote everything in my studio in Italy. The director were in uh, New York, uh, then uh, some animator were in Latvia, and the part of the production has been uh, done in uh, Luxembourg. So it's a really, uh, were a really international project. But I didn't fly to to Latvia to record. Uh, I, everything was from uh, remote. Uh, also because part of the production uh, has been done uh, when uh, the COVID hit the world. So it's uh, works that spanned, uh, as I said. Uh, seven years not consecutively of, of course but uh, from start to finish uh, it was a seven year in uh, in the making also from the from the music because uh, the, the as i said first thing even before uh, the director draw a single uh, a character was uh, to record the the songs and then uh, as soon as the project developed i keep going i keep writing the other music so as it was a seven-year project you were still composing other scores at the time while this was still going on yeah yeah and uh as i said that when i started the, the this work uh, my son was in uh, her mother womb and now he's in, in second grade <laughs> how much collaboration did you have with the filmmakers of my love affair with marriage uh, a lot because uh, i can say that Signe is a really generous uh, director, Signe Boman, but she is a, a really musical person. She said, I can sing, I'm not a musician, but she's one of the most uh, sensible uh, person to the music I ever know. When uh, she suggests something, in the end, uh, she's right. Uh, when uh, I have uh, some suggestions from Signe, I tend to follow uh, them, not just because she's the director, so she is responsible of the of the whole movie, but because she hear and she see things in music that, as a composer, I can see from the inside the process. Uh, I hope this is uh, is clear. It's a really fantastic experience to work with her for this special reason because they tend to push the um, the limits in different ways. For example, as I said before, the idea is to use just percussion for some cues is a really bold statement and it's a really difficult thing for a composer she puts you out of the box it's a really amazing way to to find new new ideas and to experiment with the music and not forgetting that she's wrote every single lyrics for the songs herself marriage will solve all your problems however deep marriage is good for your sleep you are the one i know it you can change everything you have the magic touch that's why i love you so much i've been alone for too long you can make me into a less selfish person 
You can turn a frog into a prince. There is a happy little house I have always dreamt about. We will fill that house with our children. It'll be perfect. A happy little house filled with a happy little spouse. And children so bright will set everything right. I want you to be happy. It's a, as I said, it's a very enjoyable score, but I, I feel it gets even better every time you listen to it. Because I've listened to it now twice, and I enjoyed it even more the second time around. It, it really does grow on you, and there's sort of lovely moments in there. Are there any favourite moments in the film that you yourself enjoyed scoring? Well, uh, writing songs was, was a really, really interesting experience because it's something I really enjoy. never happened in the previous projects. There are also some uh, more orchestral cues, little tiny cues, I'm very proud of because uh, the inspiration uh, here uh, was from uh, Ennio Morricone uh, himself. I tried to bring on uh, his legacy and using some uh, of his techniques. And, and uh, today we are recording uh, this interview. It's uh, the 10th of November. It's a Morricone birthday. So I want to, to remind to our the audience uh, the, this. Oh yes, the great Ernie Morricone, yes. Uh, I think every Italian composer was probably inspired by Morricone. Yeah, and uh, I had the pleasure to study with him uh, really briefly, but I had the marvelous experience to meet him and uh, talk uh, with him uh, several times. For the record, what was your favourite Morricone score? Let's say it's, uh, for personal reasons, it's uh, The Secret of Sahara because uh, it was the first vinyl album I uh, bought when I was uh, 10, 10 years old. Father said, do you want to go to a record store and choose any record you like? At the time, uh, there was this uh, amazing team on uh, Italian TV for this TV series uh, that was The Secret of Sarah. I, I didn't watch the, the, the series because it was a series for adults, not interesting to me. But I was so interested in, in that music that I wanted that vinyl to, to listen again and again and again and this was uh, I think it's uh, one of the most fantastic team of the, the man himself and uh, the first time I meet him uh, I had that vinyl with me I said uh, Maestro can you sing it for, to, for me this now you said it took seven years of work on My Love Affair with Marriage could you take us through the times ago of uh, how you worked and how the project was scored during this time well, well uh, as I said before, uh, let's say I, I didn't uh, spend seven years scoring the, <laughs> the movie, of course. But in the end, the overall arc of writing the music, the, the score was like that. The interesting thing was to still be proud after, after seven years of the first cues you, you wrote. Because every single artist, and, and I'm not exceptional, tended to rethink uh, and uh, not be satisfied of the old works because you as a, as an artist uh, grown up you change your style you change listening experience of music uh, and so on but being a different kind uh, of score and having a lot of layers different layers the percussions the songs uh, the, the 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 folk music, uh, the classical score. Say, uh, I'm still proud of the first things I wrote seven years ago. So uh, it's uh, a great experience because you have a uh, lot of time in animation. 
usually because animation, especially this kind of animation that it's uh, and draw. Uh, let's remember it is not a CGI movie. Everything it's uh, and draw uh, from start to finish. It's sort of growing up with the movie uh, itself, and uh, you have time to delve into the history and into the movie itself. Now the film was released in Europe in 2022 and it was only released i noticed in the us in october why why the delay uh it's because uh it's uh, not a big studio production it's not disney it's not netflix it's not dreamworks it's not amazon and so on so uh, independent production uh, usually mean uh, also independent distribution something you can see in every single theater in europe uh, in the uh, or in the USA, it's uh, uh, more an art house uh, movie. For example, in Italy, it, it was not shown in theater, it's just uh, on a streaming platform. The same in Spain. In France, uh, you had a, a big big success in, uh, in theater, so people uh, experienced it in theater. In France, for example, it's already available in DVD. But in the USA, the director wanted to do something different. Uh, she wanted to tour herself with the movie. So it's uh, uh, like a, a, rock, uh, a rock tour. She is uh, going from the 6th of October. Uh, she and, and the producer, uh, Sturgis Warner, are going uh, from town to town, <laughs> most of uh, the USA city, to show the, the movie to the audience and to us where to the question of the public. It's uh, something really different from uh, any other experience. The other movie uh, usually uh, going... Uh, for uh, I think two week a month if you are lucky in a theater, then go straight down uh, on uh, on a platform like uh, like Netflix. You are missing the the experience uh, uh, in a big theater, and you miss the experience to meet the director in this way. As a composer, what do you think you have taken out of the My Love Affair with Marriage project? Uh, first of all, let's say with uh, every single uh, movie by Signe Bauman, uh, I become a better human being, not a better composer. Uh, because the, the stories, uh, the, the experience uh, you, you live uh, working uh, on a project like this, uh, it's our experience that are really uh, life-changing. If you saw the movie, 
you learn a lot of things. And I, I like to choose a movie like that to work on because it's also a, it's not just just a job; it's a life experience. From the point of view of the the composer, as I said, I have the chance to experience different things and uh, and new things to bring on my my way to write music. Uh, thanks to the director of curiosity and and the special curiosity. As, as I say, it's a great score. It's a wonderful piece of work, and I hope it, hope it, obviously, every success, and hopefully, a lot of people will be able to see this because it's a really wonderful film. I really did enjoy watching it. Well, after that, you're a busy working composer. What other projects are we looking forward to hear your wonderful music in the near future? So, I, I'm really superstitious. I mean, every single time I said in in, <laughs> in interview, I'm working on this or working on this, the, the project has been delayed, cancelled, or uh, something like that. So, uh, let, let's say that I'm looking forward to uh, work on more uh, animation movie. And because I, I, I love uh, the animation, I love animation people because, uh, because they are different kind of uh, filmmakers and i hope to keep uh, working with uh, signe on uh, other projects too excellent christian sensini it's been a pleasure talking to you thank you very much for joining us today on talking soundtracks and every success in your future endeavors thank you for having me thank you i do hope you've enjoyed my interview with composer christian sensini about his score for my love affair with marriage and just to let you know that the soundtrack album now is available digitally and on spotify from movie score media the theme for talking soundtracks was composed by david casina i leave you with the end title song from my love affair with marriage entitled lion my love affair with marriage and once you've heard it you'll be humming it for weeks my thanks again to Christian Sensini for joining us today on Talking Soundtracks on the Cinematic Sound Radio podcast. And until we meet again, for me, Jason Drury, is take care and happy listening. The light finally breaks and lets the butterflies out. The sound of war recedes. My heart is ready for Peace. I feel so small for this daunting task When love takes all its confusing mass I see what love could possibly be If I had the courage to break with conformity I'd refuse to engage in this timeless war Who could win more? I'd put a stop to this time-worn song On how to love and what's right and what's wrong I dance on the graves of my many mistakes They're cold, shiny stones, they teach me new rules Tip-top, tip-tippity-top, I'm moving forward, I'm moving on Tip-top, tip-tippity-top, I'm moving forward with my new mind Tip-top, tip-tippity-top I'm moving forward, I'm moving up Tip-top, tip-tippity-tip I'm moving forward, gone on a trip The world's too big to care for my plight I search, I bark, and I plea, and I fight To fit the world
share it with someone Could it be you? I dance on the graves of my many mistakes They're cold, shiny stones, they teach me new moves Tip-top, tip-tippity-top, I'm moving forward, I'm moving on Tip-top, tip-tippity-top, I'm moving forward with my new mind Tip-top, tip-tippity-top, I'm moving forward, I'm moving on Tip-top, tip-tippity-tip, I'm moving forward, going on a trip Na-na Sisters, we will be brothers In the song of parody Love will be a thrill On the shared ground All the shared will I dance on the graves of my many mistakes They're cold, shiny stones Teach me no moves Tip-top, tip-tippity-top I'm moving forward, I'm moving up Tip-top, tip-tippity-top I'm moving forward with my new mind Tip top, tip tippity top, I'm moving forward, I'm moving on. Tip top, tip tippity tip, I'm moving forward, gone on a trip. I dance to a fresh tune, known only by few. Who else knows it? Could it be? Thank you for tuning in to the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. I want to thank Tim Burden for providing his voice for all the bumpers and stingers you hear throughout the program, and David Cosina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's theme music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at Sound Radio on Twitter and Cinematic Sound on Facebook. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment right now to rate the show and write a brief review. Reviews help introduce potential listeners to the show. And while you're at it, head over to TeePublic to get a Cinematic Sound Radio t-shirt. And don't forget to check out Cinematic Sound Radio at cinematicsound.net. <laughs>